today's episode, Tokyo Hotel Dream Machine. Yeah, so that's how you spell Tokyo. Well, in, in German. But not in, like... Not in real life. Not in Japan. No. Well, uh, well that would definitely be kanji at some point. Yes. But would they call... They wouldn't call that romanticized, because that's... That, that's the people who blew them up twice in two days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't you don't create Godzilla if you like someone. No, that's what I not. say. Oh. Um, but yeah, apparently it's a German spelling because this is the fifth album by the German pop rock slash alternative rock band. Released 3rd March 2017. Mm-hmm. I don't have any review breakdown for this because... Um, Wikipedia didn't have it, and I didn't feel this merited me searching. But it was trending on iTunes. It must be relatively popular. Oh, I don't know. Um, it's well, chart position: ten in Austria, twenty-three in Belgium, uh-huh. fifty-six in France, five in Germany. I think it would go to number one in Germany, but why? I don't know why. But I just <laughs> since we're doing a German band, you'd think they'd be more popular. But, yeah. Pick a more popular band. Oh, sh- um, 30 in Italy, 42 in Poland, 53 in Spain, 15 in Switzerland. I did about looking up UK. So. Um, yeah. The only thing I did see about, like, review-wise on this, was that the Musel Express, German site, mm-hmm. um, gave the album 2 out of 5, um, and I pretty much hated it because of how much it was auto-tuned. Just... Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and just <laughs> the only notable quote from it was that they just referred to it as Boom Boom Auto Tune. Okay. And, um, I read this before listening to the album going, that's not going to be that bad, is it? Uh, well, and, and now you've learned a lesson. Yeah. I'm going to have to be more careful when I panic pick albums. Right, you've yeah. given all the, the, the dates, right? Morning time, 40 minutes, 46 seconds. That's the only good thing about this album, yeah, is that you've short. basically stuck within our limits. Yeah. That's going to be my thing from now on. I'm not even going to look at the titles, I'm just going to look at running times and go, yeah, that'll do. My God, I, I audibly can hear your stomach. I was about to say, is that me? <laughs> that is you. Yeah, I can hear that. That's shocking. You just ate. Oh, it's doing this thing. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, Alright, back to this album. Well, track one, mm-hmm. Something New, is the first single released 23rd December. Okay, yeah. Um, it starts out with the, those nice Vangelis synth strings that you'd get yeah. in the soundtrack to Blade Runner. Yeah. Well, see, it's fine. It's, I mean, it's it's roughly about five and a half minutes long or something. Like that. And Don't quote me on that, I'm not sure. But I'm sure it's about five and a half minutes long, except this... Song. song and it's like the longest one on the album. Okay, and it's kind of going along, kind of fine. Mm-hmm. Nothing special, nothing great, but again, it's it's passing by. You're like, okay, and then at four ten, <laughs> which is what you want for music. And then at four ten, that's when like the auto tune really ramps up, and it just turns kind from slight rubbish to complete garbage. <clears throat> I um. I really just, uh, I uh, dismissed it almost instantly because it sounds like shitty Linkin Park. Uh, yeah. You know anything other than that first album that's awful by Linkin Park? It sounds like all of that. 
I said like Lincoln Park, so that's why oh, I, I, I could write a note me. saying, uh, wondering if you would like this. No. You know, that's something at least. Um, I see, going on, like track two, mm. boy, boy, don't cry. I know, right? Um, what a terrible rip off of a Cure uh, song, yeah. but uh, yeah. He, I said, well, at this point as well, I first listened through. I had my headphones on. Mm. They were taken off pretty quick because of his high pitched voice. Oh, I didn't notice that. Uh, yeah, it was just it was too much for me. I had to go right, no headphones, because it was just it was ripping through me. I listen to all albums with headphones for this thing, because then mm. you get the Doppler effect when people want to use it. Um, no, so musically, it was making me think of like eurythmics and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. also, yeah, a shitty eurythmics really. So it just made me want to listen to that and not them. Yeah, well, I think the main problem is the music is competent yet lazy. It's stuff we've heard no. before and yeah. we've heard thirty years ago. Yeah, and vocally. It is unlistable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and every track is the same that way. And like <laughs> from that equation point of view, every track sounds different. I'll give them, oh. you know what I mean? But not different enough. No, I mean, <laughs> it, it can thematically, I suppose is the word to use. Yeah, yeah. It kind of, it, it gels. Yeah, yeah. Well, right, yeah, question yeah. mark. But, yeah. I said, well, track three, easy. This is the one that I've probably got the most issue with on the album. Mm-hmm. In that, yeah, okay, you can make all these sounds with the equipment you've got. Do you have to make them all in one track? <laughs> it's just everything they've got is just crammed in here somewhere. Yeah. And just can random noises. One day they found out a certain key on some keyboard made some noise and they went, oh, we'll use that someday. This was the day. Well, I am all, I'm quite shocked that I think most of the sounds on this album seem to have been made on an iPad. Like, most yeah. of these synth noises sound like the ones that you buy for free. Yeah. Like, on your phone. And I should know, I make horrible music on my phone all the time. It's just... Oh, terrible. Uh, and yeah. yet, the thing is, by the time it gets to the third track, mm-hmm. I assumed the first track, like on a lot of albums, was something to build from. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't start at a high point no. and you get up there. And yet, <clears throat> it was fine from a place to build from, right? You know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. Like, yeah, you're going to get better than this. Well done. By the third track, I be, I'm quite scared that I realise that, <laughs> yeah. that that might not be the case. And by the time it gets to the fourth uh, uh, track, and it sounds just like Shy Child, a band that are really good, and yet, um, well, let's play facts. Shy Child are really good, and this band is not. So, yeah. yeah. I, I would say think <laughs> that's a modern band, and you go, well, no, I think their first album came out in 2007 now, and I think they broke up over five years ago. No. So, <laughs> this is not new music by any means. But, uh... Also, my, my notes by this point just normally are like one word for the next few tracks. Um, well, well, you're doing worse than me. I'll the only one that. Um, that really sort of stands out is track seven, Cotton Candy Sky. Mm-hmm. Isn't that just worst title for a song ever? I knew I was going to hate that even before listening to it the first time just because of the name of it. Okay. Uh, Awfully harsh. 
Uh, oh yeah, in track nine. Mm-hmm. I know I'm skipping on it because it's the second last track. <clears throat> Every time I listen to this, mm-hmm. like the first time, I kind of forgot that I was listening to this album and just drifted off. And then when it, when that track finished, I was like, "Oh yeah, shit! I should be paying attention." Yeah, yeah. And every time, the other two times I listened to this album, I could not tell you anything about the song because I just had a complete blind spot for it and just went, oh yeah, that song's, oh shit. It just, I tuned out completely with this song every time I listened to it. Mm-hmm. It's almost gonna, it's almost like my brain just went, no, no, you're not listening to this. And off I went. But... And yet, shockingly, not as bad as the last track, which sounds like Chris Rea fucking Dire Straits. Mm. You know, possibly down a set of stairs. It's really weird. Because they add guitars. Yeah. But they're the most hideously 80s guitars I've ever heard. Mm. I mean, it, it it's like someone gave this man a guitar for the first time and asked him to play the saxophone part from Baker Street. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't but, really end well. No. But at least it's short. Yeah. <laughs> Not short enough, though, at 40 no. minutes. I mean, that's that's pretty much how long an album should be, in my mind. Yeah. Saying that films, in my mind, should be 90 minutes. And what, when was the last time we sat down for a 90-minute <laughs> film? We just watched Logan, and that was like just, two and a half hours. Yeah. Mm, it didn't feel like two and a half hours. It really did. Oh, okay. Maybe. By the time we went to... The guy from Coming to America's Farm. Um, And, uh... No, just that. Mm. It seems cruel that only farmhouses get a short deal from me. Because the farmhouse in Age of Ultron was probably the best bit of that film. Mm. You know, where where you meet uh, Linda Cardellini, whoever her name is. Velma from Scooby-Doo. Yeah. I mean, she did 10 years of ER, but why give her any right, uh, you know? But, um, and Freaks and Geeks, obviously. She was the lead in Freaks and Geeks. Um, my God, your stomach. I don't yeah, know what it I is. Yeah, I can still hear it, and I'm, I'm trying to not ignore it, but I can't. You can't not ignore it? Oh, you I'm double negative it in, bastards. I'm hearing it in my things. Oh, yeah, but you're going to hear it in the podcast. I can't get rid of that. Oh. Hold on, let's have a look. Have a look. This is the. This is after I've compressed it. Yeah. It's working obviously live, so it's like that. I can't hear it at the moment. Is it going at the minute? Oh wait. No, I think I think it's fine at the moment. It's settled down. <laughs> <laughs> That's great for the people at home because they can't hear the, the yeah. me you know changing. Yeah. So it's like they're just like, what is going on? It's like, oh. <laughs> It's a new, it's a new trick we've got in our ars- uh, arsenal. <sighs> Deep in my arsenal, um, a, a love story by. I don't know. I don't want to come off as uh, uh, anything. So I'm gonna leave by me. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> now write your letters of complaint because I'm confused. Um. Fuck it. Final thoughts, yeah. then. <laughs> um, you've got well, nothing. The only other thing that I did was, on the Wikipedia page, it went through a list of all the awards this band's won over the years. Uh-huh. Fucking tons. Yeah, but... A if, lot of them are 
kind of shit awards, but it's still a lot of bloody awards for stuff. But the one that <laughs> the one that stood out was from 2012 by something called QTEL or something. And they won the 2012 Hottest Rocker Boys. That <laughs> just made me laugh. Especially as the uh, lead singer looks like Chris Hardwick. Mm. And, you know, mm. Chris Hardwick but, is, what, 45? Yeah. But there's a matter of things. Like, kid, best live act in the world and shit from various stupid publications you've never fucking heard of and greatest band of 2016 and shit. Yes, but have you listened to any of their other music? No, because this is the that. only album like this. That's why people don't like it. All right, okay. The reason you were talking about the bad reviews is these guys decided to change their sound and add mm. synths and shit and it mm. literally destroyed their fan base. <laughs> Maybe it didn't. Maybe a small, elite, diamonds tight. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's still there. Maybe it's all you need. Yeah. You got all the Deutsch marks they need because you know they're really old, is what I'm suggesting. Because that's not been a thing for twenty years. <laughs> I was about to say, I wasn't sure if they had euros there or not. Of course they do. Yes, yeah, they you do. know, you get, you know how you can tell they're in Europe. Not everyone has that. In Europe, yeah, they do. Apart from us, because yeah. we're scum of the earth, and now <laughs> we're all being nationalistic, racist cunts. <sighs> well, <laughs> but you know, yeah. worst not. things have happened. I'm trying not to be. Yeah. 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 yeah, but um, it'd be nice if uh, we get to a point where, um, what am I trying to say? I don't know. We really should have uh, nailed that Scottish independent vote when we had the chance. Well, yeah, because this is just uh, in. I know hindsight is twenty twenty, well, but at this minute in time, it's it's a real dragging you down like, kind of thing. It's not going to go. Oh well, there shouldn't be a second referendum because you've had one, but mm-hmm. they. Better Together did campaign the fact that, well, you'll still be in Europe if you stay with us. Mm-hmm. And then that election where SNP won fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and sort of during that referendum, it showed that can Scotland want to stay in Europe? And they went, mm-hmm. no, because England and Shire voted for can yeah, yeah. leaving. And, and it proves. And now can we can turn around and go, well, that was part of your Better Together. And they go, well, you shouldn't have a second referendum. Well, no, I can see the point of arguing for one because... Well, the point to argue was, it's quite simple. If anything of, uh, I think the rule was, if anything changed, you know, Major Bigly. (laughs) Oh, fine. Major Bigly. That was supposed (laughs) to be uh, that weird Homer voice that occasionally they use for Donald Trump, but it came out all wrong. Um, But yeah, if they, uh, you know, the changes are now so dramatic that, yeah, because... That's it. If Scotland had won the independent vote, we wouldn't be leaving Europe right now. Yeah. It wouldn't even be an issue. No. Um, saying that, would there'd be their own problems. I mean, what happens between Scotland and England? Do we build a wall? <laughs> Do they pay for it? <laughs> we'll make them pay. Because <laughs> oh. that's what Ireland's worried about right now, right? I say, don't build a wall. Dig a ditch. Fill it with shit. <laughs> Fill it with shit and petrol. Yeah. And set it on fire. Yeah. And just make sure the wind's blowing in their direction. Or something. Oh, wind farms. Set them off, but they're blowing instead of making energy or something. <laughs> would you have to face them all the wrong way or something? But then would the wind hit them? Well, you set up a bank of wind things to generate power the proper way. Yeah, yeah. But then you, they're only generating power for these other turbines that are pushing the 
shit stink smoke back down towards Shit stink smoke. Shit stink smoke. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Cool. You've really thought this through. <laughs> In the last 30 seconds, yes. Yeah, you've nailed it. See, if they just come to me, I could solve all the problems. Ugh, one by one. No. No. You know the crazy thing is, if there are no effects on this track, it yeah. sounds better than when there's effects on it. Yeah. Which does beg the question, Garage Band, why can't I have no effects? Why is that not a choice? It's, it's how they get you. It is. <laughs> oh. Or something. Right. Uh. Did we final thought this? Uh, we got very political. Oh, well, that's always me, isn't it? It's my fault. Well, I think it's... Uh, final thoughts. I know you've got the world. They've changed their sound up, and maybe their other stuff's good. Or I'm still not going to listen to it. Well, no, I mean, it's not going to be good. No offence to... Yeah. You know, if you think of German rock, I think of... Uh, of, uh, of of Michael Knight from Knight Rider. Well, that's the thing. Can, how good can German taste and music be? I when think they... of Falco. Okay. Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus. I, was, Amadeus. I, I knew there was that. I was trying to think if there was anything else. Oh, God knows. Yeah. Still my favourite rap yeah. of all time because I have no idea what he says. It, he just says it like an 808 drum beat. <laughs> um, but, you know, as I, it starts off well because it does the Vangelis strings and it's all sombre and then it moves into some sort of buoyant, upbeat, synth-based nonsense. Mm. And then... I don't know, it's just, I think the main problem is it's basic and weak, mixed with awful vocals and even more yeah. awful auto tune. Well, see, his, yeah, his voice is just, yeah. Oh, it's just, it's <sighs> remarkably derivative, <laughs> which yeah. is harsh, but, you know, sometimes you just need to put an album in a bin. Yeah. You know, like. Elton John buys every album that comes out every week, right? It's his thing. Because right, okay. that's how super rich he is because he got famous in the 70s. Yeah. And so they go to HMV with a shopping trolley and get every new release and then leave. Which means there's a theory that he may own this. I like to think he doesn't. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like to think when he gets home, he doesn't listen to a full album. He just skips every track after a couple of seconds. Yeah. This has been in, this is in a bin on fire. Every other album released since he started buying every album. He throws it out his window and uh, David Furnish shoots it with a shotgun. I was going to say, screams pull. Yeah. <laughs> and it turns into, into... He throws it into a, a, a kiddie paddling pool full of oil and David Furnish jumps on it with his uh, other lover from his open relationship. Is that true? When they released that... Nonsense. Possibly. I mean, I'm, you know, if Elton's yeah. cool with it, I mean, if it's an affair, that's one thing. If it's something that happens regularly, it's like, well, you know. Mm. I mean, it can happen regularly between Elton and David, you know, yeah. high fives. I mean, I don't know if I want to see Elton John greased up, to be quite honest. I'll give it a mess. <laughs> it's not in my top ten. I think the only issue with Elton John now is that any time anyone mentions Elton John, I don't think of Elton John. I think of Kiki D. Matt Lucas dressed as Elton John <laughs> in pop profile or rock profile. Rock uh, profile. Yeah. So much better than Little Britain. <laughs> yeah. Almost oh. certainly due to Jamie Thinkston. <laughs> it's uh. rare that anyone could say 
Jamie Theakston did good. <laughs> well, I can't think of anything else. Well, I mean... Well, he like, was an actual presenter on stuff, that's why... Yeah, like... But you wouldn't have watched it. SMUKTV or some shit or something. You made all those yeah. letters up. SMTV was Ant and Deck, and we all know that. But didn't he go on that? I know, something. something. I feel like by the time he would have gone on that, he'd have been 40 years <clears> old. It's like putting Schofield on SMTV. Seems like men's. <laughs> oh. So he would have done the similar one before. Yeah. yeah. You know, before Hollow Willabooby. Yeah. Oh, I saw Fern Cotton on the front cover of a magazine, and it took me a good 20 minutes to figure out who it was, and then I was asked to leave. <laughs> I'm still not sure I know what she looks like. I've well, heard the name. Well, you're never going to work it out now, because yeah. she doesn't look... This picture doesn't look like her. I'm not saying she's had work done or anything. What I'm but saying she, is if they photoshopped or touched up this picture, <laughs> they've done it in slightly the wrong way, and that she barely looks like human. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't trust any woman called Fern who has tattoos of ferns. But isn't it spelt weird as well, though? No. It's spelled... It? There might be an extra E at the end. Isn't it F-E-A-R-N-E or something? Isn't that how you spell Fern, but with uh, an E at the end? F-E-R-N. With an E at the end, like I've said five times. Yeah. No, just Fern. I've, I'm talking about the plant. Yeah. So I just figured you spelt the name the same way. So any other way seems wrong. But it's a different thing. Things can be two things. But it's a homonym. It's a, you know, like yeah. male and male. Yeah. Except one of these is not, in fact, something you put in a mailbox. It is a woman. And the, <laughs> <laughs> and the other is a potted plant. You can put one in a mailbox piece by piece. Oh, every little piece. Every little oh. piece. That's my favourite Jim Dale song, because there's not many. Lay me to the dragon, I'll bind him up, grind him up. Is he alive? Well, I haven't heard he's dead, and I think you would, because of those yeah. Harry Potter books. Exactly. Harry Potty. It's Harry, Harry Potty books from the end. Because yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, he did... Uh, he was also the narrator on Pushing Daisies, which was mm. amazing. Um, yeah. But obviously his best work is still... I can't think of a carry-on film he's in, but he's in tons of them, right? I'm not going to say carry on Columbus because that's <laughs> no, an insult that, to everyone. Yeah, that's terrible. But it's the only one I could think of as well. Yeah. I'm sure it's probably called Carry On Cowboy. I feel like he was a cowboy at some point. It, that really feels like on the nose title. Mm-hmm. He's probably in Carry On Emmanuel. <laughs> the 18th difficult one with the extra only boobs. Good thing I can say about Carry On Columbus is that. Rick Mao was in it? No, <laughs> is that it. Didn't kickstart a revival of Carry On movies. Yeah, that that really was the idea, right? Yeah, and it failed and good. I mean, don't get me wrong, the really early ones that star people you don't realise were ever in Carry Ons, like Carry On Constable with Bob Monkhouse, is pure solid gold. I've seen a few sort of films with Monkhouse, and Mm -hmm. for years Monkhouse was my favourite comedian ever. Mm -hmm. He's just... Insanely talented and dead, but yeah. that's what makes him so special. Now, <laughs> oh. I'm amazed they haven't released one of those uh, uh, weekly or fortnightly DVD collections called the Monk House Collection. <laughs> I'd buy it. Oh. every week for only nine ninety nine. <laughs> you get a book and a free. Yeah. I like it whenever they say a free DVD in those <laughs> ones. You go, but it's nine ninety nine. How good's this book? <laughs> 
Get your Dead Celebrity DVD. First issue, 99p. <laughs> Brackets, all, all after that, fifteen ninety nine. <laughs> yeah. We see all the good ones in the first month, couple of months. And then we suddenly ring out somebody who can... Yes, a dead celebrity, but shit. The, oh. uh, the child who was in the Charlie Chaplin movies uh, who grew up to be Uncle Fester. True. Yeah, Uncle Fester's the kid from the Charlie Chaplin movies. He's also the guy on the doll at that time who hung a man <laughs> in the street. Mm. Uh, and then oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, fuck. Set <laughs> 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 30 shoes. I believe that was something somebody showed at some point. <laughs> Do they, or they put matches under his feet or something. Ah, uh, you know. Yeah. Mobs are crazy. Oh. Mobs be tripping. Usually by this point I've figured out what the uh, the, the music's going to be at the end, but it's mm. failed miserably. And for a change I could have dropped it so you could have heard it, but it's uh. not going to happen, I'm afraid. Uh, he's uh. just a rascal. Dizzy rascal. What's your favourite Dizzy Rascal record? Oh, oh it's so hard to pick. I know, right? Because he was like a godsend in like two thousand and seven, six, when he came with, with "Boy in the Corner," his first record. Then his second one was a bit too poppy. I was a really fat, big fan of maths and English because that had some good. It had that one on it that sampled "Do You Want to Be a Boxer" off uh, Bugsy Malone, mm-hmm. and uh, changed cunningly to "Do You Want to Be a Gangster." Uh, and then uh, he was vo- he was joined on that that classic banger by uh, Lily Allen herself. Oh dear, <laughs> the worst Allen. No, no, because her no, father's a horrible Kate person. Is... <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just being needlessly mean to Lily Allen there for a second. <laughs> yeah, no, no, she seems like a bloody lovely person considering her father oh. is Keith Allen. Oh, he's a hideous. In fact, I'm assuming her and her brother helped each other up because right? he's obviously in Game of Thrones and he seems Isn't quite he? nice. Yeah, isn't he the one without a dick? I maybe haven't gone that far. I've only watched What's his name? Seasons. Reek. Isn't that him? Because his he he has a particularly big penis, and so they brainwash him and cut his cock off. And... Oh, no, I have not got. <laughs> I have not got to that point. Oh, makes me want to watch him. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Game of Thrones has really got to the point where it doesn't need to rely on tits anymore so it's really good on that I find no. you know what it relies on now? Dragons because that's how little boys minds work dragons are cool Dra- exactly you know dragons are as good as tits when it comes to Game of Thrones <laughs> so are you telling me that these dragons are going to kill a bunch of babies and basically an entire town with their fire breath okay cool I thought I'd never get tired of tits mm. and then I saw a dragon <laughs> And then I saw a, a tit, dragon with a tit with a, dra- a tit with a dragon tattoo, oh. and I am happy. Oh. Well, that was pathetic. Yeah. Oh, I should probably have quickly googled the title of this album we're doing next week, so you can oh. get ready. Yeah, I better get ready to read it. And I keep meaning to get HMV. Have you seen that in HMV? Why? Why would you have seen that or even thought of this in HMV right now? Yes. Every calendar is ninety nine p. And I was going to buy you a calendar to write every week's <laughs> album on. Because only the shit ones survive. Like Justin Bieber. Oh. Or I think there's a British Bake Off one. 
and I think there's uh, like they're really, they are really all horrible. So like I might not have any money, but I have enough to buy two horrible calendars. Jesus Christ! Is <laughs> the Bake Off one? Mm-hmm. Is it just cakes, or is Mel and Sue holding cakes? I'm I'm, I'm sure it's going to be Mel and Sue and M- Mary Berry. Oh, is there more than just them in it? I don't know. They're watching. Well, yeah, there's the people who actually know how to cook. They just host it. Yeah. What's his name? Paul Hollywood? A name so easy to remember because <laughs> you would never be famous with a name like Paul Hollywood. Oh, I didn't even know he existed. No. I have a lot of time for Mel. <laughs> Weird. Okay. <laughs> even back to when it was not late lunch or whatever, but all the programs they were on years ago. No, that was late lunch. Was it? There you go. I just watched that because of her. There you go. Yeah. She seems lovely. They all seem lovely. Well, so. yeah, but she seems more lovely than the rest of them because she's the best one. Wow. You had to pick <laughs> out two people. You did it so easily. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, Sue's nice as well, but Mel's Melwin. Uh-huh. Well, no, um, what was I going to say? It was, uh, what's her face? What's her face? No, 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 no. Someone, who's taken over? A really random oh, double bill have taken no over. No fielding. The, yeah. And someone else, I can't remember who it was. Well, it's not good enough, is it? It's someone else I was trying to remember. I mean, Noel Fielding seems lovely. <sighs> Slash, a bit of a... Well, no, he did. A bit he, of a tool. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, it's not like he's got anything to fall back on nowadays. He hasn't done Bush in, like, ten years. No. And when he, we saw the Bush... Was he... I was like, yeah, that was like 2009. Did he have any sort of writing credit on the Bush, or was it just... He just turned yeah, up no, it? Yeah, no, it was a two... There was a two... Was it two? Yeah. Okay. I mean, even his, even his music video has been taken away from him now. Oh, remember that? Um, I believe it was Mint Royale's Blue, directed by Edgar Wright. And it is what uh, basically what they base Baby Driver on. All right. So it's about a dude who uh, listens to music during a bank robbery. And Noel Fielding is the lead. But he's not anymore. Oh, all my sound just went on. All right, I'm still going. Hold oh, on. That's right, it's back. Hello? Yeah, I just moved the wrong way or something. Yeah, you know, it's a shitty cable, but you know we'll get a nice longer one for it or something. <sighs> so yeah, we are doing the uh, album next week, Heartworms by the Shins. Heartworms. Yeah, because you know what? It's a new Shins album, and if there's there's anyone that uh, uh, we like more than anyone else, it's the Shins. Right. I was going to go and look to see who the Bake Off people were, but my phone's not. Oh, okay, yeah. Let's do that really quickly, because no one cares. And I will... No, I care. Okay. I wouldn't be Googling if I didn't care. Great British Bake Off. No Fielding. No Fielding. So, what was it? so it was The Shins. I forgot the name of the album already. I believe it was called Heartworms. Oh, how did I forget that? That seems good. Two words? No, all one word. Oh. How about you just look up The Shins? It's their latest album. Why? Well, I, I can't connect to anything at the moment. Oh, I'm already there. That's why I'm saying for you to check out the Bake Off people. Well, fine, I already am, so it's easy. Stop shooting. Um, Okay, we have Noel Fielding, I knew that. Yeah. And it has not mentioned anyone else. (sighs) No, no one else. No one else. (laughs) 
Uh, nope. <laughs> this is really oh. going downhill. He ruined it. Host of stars turned... Uh, that's saying turned down. That doesn't help. Here we go. Is new... Sandy Toxvig. Sandy Toxvig. No fielding. Prue Leith with Paul Hollywood. Who's Prue Leith? Prue Leith is... They got rid of Mary Berry for a Prue Leith. Yeah. Uh, she better have at least starred in one episode of The Avengers. Otherwise she can fuck off. Well, here you go. Uh, born, uh, Prue Leith, born in South Africa in 1940. Prudence, brackets Prue Leith, learned to cook at Le Cordon Bleu School in London. She opened her first restaurant, Leith's, in 1969 and founded her own cookery school in 1974. The columnist and novelist has written many cookbooks, most famously, Leith's Cookery Bible. Does she live in Leith? No. Well, then I don't care. The 77-year-old was a judge in the BBC's Great British Menu for 11 years before stepping down last year. I'm sorry, uh, this thing I've never heard before. Yeah, it must be a radio thing, isn't it? Okay. Uh, she's got an OBE in 1989, CBE in 2010, as a former chair of the Children's Food Trust. Another thing I've never heard of. <laughs> um, well done. You have created food for children. That is all. Oh, um, according to Guardian's Mark Lawson, Leith is about as near to a like-for-like like Mary Berry replacement as it could be possible to find. The town of Leith. I like the fact that every time Leith is now mentioned... Sunshine yeah. on Leith by the Proclaimers takes on a whole new light. No. And Prue so, Leith laying in her, yeah. uh, like her dead body laying on the ground yeah. as the sun rises. And Sandy Toxvig used to appear in number 73 alongside Neil Buchanan. Yeah, yeah, we knew that. That's, that's all they've got. On, no, they, <laughs> no, they don't mention that at all. <laughs> It'd be funny if they gave Prue Leith that entire thing and then just mentioned number 73 for Sandy Toxvig and nothing else. But we, we all know Sandy Toxvig. She does QI now, for God's sake. Oh, yeah, she's always kind of average on that. I don't know, I don't watch QI. Uh, I, I yeah. save that for losers. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, was my stomach making a noise? <laughs> Losers with way too much time on their hands. <sighs> Honestly, I don't get time for nothing, man. I don't watch it. It's just it's good. Switch TV on. It's been left on channel whatever mum's watching. It just channel QI's always on. Dave? Yeah, I think so. It's the only channel I know the name of these days. That's really easy. It's your middle name. My middle name is David. Yeah, my middle name is David. And if I someone said that to me, I'd be like, yeah, it's true. No, Dave's is completely different. No, it's not. It's a nickname. Literally, no one is called Dave. Huh? Anyone who's called Dave isn't. They're called David, no. and they're like, you know what I mean? I don't like Dave Entity. Dave Entity's birth name is definitely David Entity. Yeah, but I don't like abbreviating it. My it's name. Not, it's not an abbreviation. It's a shortened version. To... Yeah. But it's not an abbreviation, I'm, I'm is not, it? I'm not a fan. That'd be D. That's like abbreviation. Uh, well, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway next week we're doing the shins uh, heartworms heartworms because uh, why not I, I, I liked their second and third albums their fourth album I remember it coming out a few years ago and me going yeah i got to get onto that apparently it's now came out five years ago and I'm pretty sure I've got it on vinyl and I've never listened to it yeah. so that's a, that's a reason to catch up on this one I, unsurprisingly, have never listened to any of them. I'm sure you have accidentally, because I used to listen to stuff solidly. So if you listen to music with me, you've yeah. probably had it. 
Whether it was top or a top, is it not? Well, yeah, but you oh, can yeah. still hear things in the background and like yeah. it or dislike it. It's probably because I never really listen to you 100% because I'm always listening to whatever's in the background. Till next time. Bye! See ya. Buzz Aldrin died, something like that. What? One of these space people died oh, as well. No. I didn't see that one. Bernie Wrightson. He died. Dead, type in dead spaceman. Dead astronaut. That might make sense. See, nobody phone starts working. Right, fuck off, Bake Off. Dead spaceman. <laughs> Here I am, dead of the spaceman. Far beyond the world. Okay, this is actually spots as deadspaceman.bandcamp.com. <laughs> oh, well, you know, that's, that's possibly an album we have to in the future. Okay, okay, let's come away from that. Um, hey Siri, which celebrities died today? Kevin, yes, did Oh, but this is people who have ever died on the March 19th. Um, well, Bernie Crimmins, not Crimmins, Crimmins. You take a look, I'm trying to take Prue a look. Leith has actually passed the, uh, the test. I've never known anyone to do it before. If you Yahoo anything, right, or you search anything on Yahoo, it's only a matter of time before, for no apparent reason, little or no reason, tits and arse appear. Mm. Or you can search anything. Tits and arse appear on, on Yahoo. As long as you, you know, you've turned the safe search off. Yeah. Which, why would I have the safe search on? I'm a grown man. Um, and yeah, not one. Not one titty. Not one big fat man sucking another man's penis. That's the other thing that turns up quite a lot. You mm. wait, when you're Googling things like, I don't know, Vampire Weekend's third album, and then there'll be a massive hard dick. You forget that Jennifer Connelly was once a, 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 a young person. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember as uh, Ham's mother. Oh. <laughs> what was her name in that? In Noah, she was the mother, remember? I mean, for, for a minute, I forgot what Russell Crowe's name was, and I remember the title of the film.